Ryan Wickard is the founder and chief honesty officer at Accunet Mortgage. The show is the Accunet Mortgage and Realty Show, 10 a.m. on Sundays. I love to check it out when I'm driving around. Brian, thanks for being here. You bet. I want to begin by asking you what you think is the biggest driver of housing pain for people looking to either get into a house or move to a bigger house. Is it interest rates or is it inventory, lack of inventory? Inventory, inventory for sure. There's just not enough of it. You know, and, and that's not going to change anytime soon. So I would say inventory is number one, and uh, and then the interest rates near 8% are not helping. You know, Brian, it's a fascinating discussion because the pandemic created these boom towns where people could work remote, and all of a sudden they said, well, let's go to Florida. Let's fill up places X, Y, and Z. Let's go to Austin, Texas. So that inventory got zapped. The housing Prices, on average, median home price, went way up. And, and I know some experts are still a little divided on if there will be a, a burst or, or some kind of crash. But it does appear that in some of those boom towns, the, the median housing price is starting to decline a little bit, yet inventory remains a little bit tight. What do you factor into some of the de- decreases we're seeing in areas like Las Vegas and Chicago and Austin and some of these boom towns from the pandemic? It's all supply and demand. And by the way, there was an article in the Wall Street Journal today that put Oshkosh, uh, Racine, and Janesville in the top 20 of emerging real estate markets because of our relative affordability. And and so there are people now moving in in this particular article. There there was a couple that moved from like Washington, like Seattle, to Topeka, Kansas. Hmm. Uh, because of the affordability. So so the, the broad answer to your question, your good question, Greg, is that all real estate is local and it all has to do with supply and demand, right? And, and so if you've got an area, let's say, and I'm not an expert on Las Vegas, right? I'm much more versed in southeastern Wisconsin, but in areas of the country where you have uh, lots of new construction, there is a source of attractive supply that can have an impact uh, on the prices of existing homes, right? Because there's an alternative. I don't have to wait for Mrs. McGillicuddy to go into the nursing home, you know, for her house to be listed for sale. I've got another alternative. We do not have new construction in the Milwaukee area in any kind of an affordable price range. We have lots of building, but it's all six, seven, eight, nine hundred thousand dollars $900,000. So we are missing that portion of the supply and demand equation, which is why I feel, and most other real estate professionals that I talk to, is that we do not have a value problem in Wisconsin in general and southeastern Wisconsin in particular. Acunet's Brian Wickard is with us. So, Brian, I thought, and I think a lot of people thought, that when the Fed started to pause and started to indicate they might continue to pause, that rates would pause. But yesterday, Rates were down a little bit. The mortgage rate, the base rate, was just under 8%. Now today, 24 hours later, it's back to 8%. And frustratingly, it doesn't seem to be an obvious motivation for the weakness. Usually you can point to an economic report or something. Take us inside how this works and what we're seeing right now when it comes to rates. Sure. It's all supply and demand. But instead of on the housing side, we're looking at interest-bearing investments called bonds, right? It's 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 not a stock. It's something that's going to pay an interest rate. And so what's the appetite for uh, uh, the the state teacher's pension fund of Oslo, Norway, to buy an interest-bearing bond, like a government bond? And so we've seen that the yields on government bonds have gone up. Well, 
that means that mortgage rates have to go up as well. So the, the bugaboo here is the real problem is inflation, right? We had inflation get out of a control. Why? Oh, you put a couple trillion dollars in people's pockets and make them stay home. And guess what? They spend money. And that's the demand side of the equation. So prices peak up. Now, luckily, the last couple of readings that we've had have been pretty darn good. But we keep getting other economic readings like the jobs report. Holy cow, we had 366,000 new jobs created in September, twice as many as expected. That's a blistering pace. You know what people with new jobs do? They spend money. That's the demand side of the equation. So the market is not yet uh, convinced. Those who invest in interest rate bearing investments are not yet convinced that in, that inflation is dead. Well, Brian, the, keep, the, the potential for a recession still exists. Just historically speaking, and in your experience, what sort of impact or stress on the housing market would a, uh, would a recession yield? In this particular case, zero. Because we're not going to have the um, mass foreclosures that we had, like we did in 2008 through 2010. Remember that? We had people mm -hmm. losing their jobs by the millions, and, and it was bad. And, and therefore, you had them trying to sell their house. So we had a, this glut of supply. We're just not going to get that in this environment. Unemployment's not going to go that high. Uh, here's, a, here's a little silver lining for you, okay? Fannie Mae and the Mortgage Bankers Association just came out with their most recent rate forecast for the 30-year fixed. By September of 2024, Fannie Mae thinks the 30-year fixed rate will be back down to 6.9. The Mortgage Bankers Association thinks that rates will be back down to 6.3. Oh, that so, is really great news that, if that yeah. happens. Well, and, and so again, we just got to work our way through this fear. I'm going to call it the fear of inflation, right? Investors are just worried. Hey, we don't, we don't know if, if inflation is really dead. And until we get a string of inflation reports that show that it's under control, along hopefully with some corroborating evidence that, yeah, the economy isn't so blistering hot in terms of jobs and retail sales. So I have 2.75 on my house in Menominee <laughs> Falls that you helped you me find. What do you want to list? Never. Yeah. Never, because wow. they gave me the mortgage, basically, and you helped me with that at Acunet. Yeah. Will yeah. we ever get back to, let's not say that, but to four? Probably not in, in the near future. You know, the interest rates are really hard to predict because there's so many things that can impact them, right? Uh, geopolitical events. Uh, you know, like what's going on in Israel. That did have a downward impact, but only for a brief period of time. Because then you have, you know, oil prices. If oil prices go up, that's going to be bad for interest rates because it's inflationary. So I don't think we're going to get back to four. It seems like we're in a higher mm, bracket of interest rates. We were really rock bottom. I mean, even before we got to 275 we were in the fours, the threes. Yeah. You know, I think the best we can hope for is maybe the fives. And heck, you know what? I'd take a six right now, wouldn't Me you? Me too. I would take a oh six in a second, a six. Yep. But, but what we are helping people do right now, let me mention, adjustable rate mortgages, which is usually the antidote when rates are high, are have fled the scene. And that's because short-term interest rates, like a six-month U.S. Treasury bill, that's like a 5.6%. Whereas the long end of the yield curve, meaning a 10-year treasury, is at 4.96. So uh, banks can't afford to put adjustable rate mortgages in their portfolio 
because the short end of interest rates is so high. So what we are helping people do in this environment, here's the other thing I want to quickly mention. About two weeks ago, as rates crept up and now we got the fall weather, it seems like the market in southeastern Wisconsin kind of turned. It's not as hot a real estate market. So homes aren't selling on the first weekend as, as much as they used to be. Uh, maybe it's taking to the second weekend and maybe they got to drop their price a little bit. So what we're helping the skittish buyers do right now is say, why don't you ask that uh, seller for a closing cost credit? Let's say $2,500. And you know what we can do with that? We can put it in a payment subsidy account so that it feels like your mortgage payment is only 6.99 instead of 799. That's giving some of the skittish buyers a little bit of breathing room and like, oh yeah, I can do that. And then by next year, rates will be down and on refinance. So you got to get creative when the going gets tough. Brian Wickard is the chief honesty officer and founder of Acunet Mortgage. Check out the show 10 a.m. Sundays here. It's the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show. Brian, always make us a little bit smarter. Thanks for being with us. You bet.